Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got another special show for you. Yes, no guests today. No, uh, well, we might have callers if you guys feel like calling in, but it's just me talking to you and you talking to me, whether you're on the Facebook Live at uh, facebook.com slash Sam Leibowitz or Samwise uh, or on our call-in number 877-480-4120. We've got another fun hour of the Conscious Consultant Hour. So let's get started. Of course, I'm sure you're all waiting for the quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. So let's get started. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. You could call me your friend, but that's not quite enough. You could call me your guide, but there's more to it than that. You could call me your conspirator, your helper, or your agent, your coach, counselor, or confidant, your father, mother, or child. You could call me the sun, the moon, and the stars, the wind, the sky, and the rain, the past, the present and the future. But really what I'm getting at, the purpose behind all these notes, and perhaps what I'd most like to hear one day is you calling me yourself. Om the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Trying to playfully remind us that we are the universe, that we are all that that we perceive and see around us, that really everything is us and within us, and that just because it feels like things are external to us, they're not really, right? There, there is no us and them. There is only us. There is no separation. It feels like there's a separation. Yes, absolutely. It feels like we experience loss. It feels like we experience things that if we were the universe, I would never have the universe be like this. But the truth is, we are the universe. And we did make it exactly like this. And that it doesn't matter how we label it. It doesn't matter what you call it. 
God, spirit, source, the universe, life. I don't care what kind of noun or pronoun you use to describe it. It's all the same thing. It's all us. And all these things we think are external to us or separated from us, they only feel like they're separated from us because of how our senses feel things around us. The truth is, the real hardcore truth is, there is no separation between me and this table, my phone, a sheet of paper, this microphone. There really isn't energetically. Not just energetically. I know people say, oh, that's so woo-woo. Not just energetically. There is no separation from us on a fundamental level. When we like squeeze down really small and we look at what is really the fabric of the universe, all these tiny little particles that it turns out aren't really particles. They're more like waves. And, and now, you know, uh, string theory, it's all about vibration. And now, e- even with string theory, they're, they're trying to come up with a new theory of everything, a unific- unifying theory. Things are not that separate. Not, not when you get down to a sub-molecular level, sub-particle level. The more, more we look, the closer and closer we look at the tiniest and tiniest and tiniest piece that makes up the universe, the more we find nothing, nothing. What is there? It's energy. It's vibration. It's consciousness. It's those things that are so ephemeral that, as a lot of people say, you just have to believe. And the only reason why we have to believe is because we are not yet sophisticated enough, evolved enough to really fully grasp it. Mystics from thousands of years ago grasped it, and they tried to explain it in the language as best they could at the time. And more and more, the closer... Uh, uh, quantum physics gets towards explaining what's going on, the more and more and more it sounds like things from ancient times. And the reason why is because we are connected to all of that. And it is all there. So let's practice some good ohms today. And remember that we are the universe. Awesome. All right. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. If all you did was just look for things to appreciate, you would live a joyous, spectacular life. If there was nothing else that you could ever come to understand other than just looking for things to appreciate, it's the only tool you would ever need to predominantly hook you up with who you really are. That's all you need. Abraham. I love this quote from Abraham because this really gets down to the heart of the matter. You know, there are so many, Abraham has so many different processes and, and, and so many different uh, 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 systems and things you can use to quote unquote raise your vibration. But ultimately, all it really comes down to is are we looking for things to appreciate or not? 
Are we looking for things that make us feel joyful or not? Because the more we look towards things that make us happy, that's all we really need to connect with our spirit, our hearts, our souls. You know, we don't need all these fancy workshops. We don't need all these, uh, you know, sophisticated tools and all, all, all this stuff. It's so, so simple. It's so simple. It's stupid. But we love to complicate things. As human beings, we love to complicate things. But it is stupid simple. Just look for the things that make you feel joyful. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be a small thing. It can be a sunny day. It can be a flower. It can be a pretty woman or or a handsome man walking down the street. It can be an ice cream sundae. I don't care. It doesn't matter. The universe doesn't care. Whatever kind of excuse you can come up with to feel joyful, focus on that. That is what brings us into a state of alignment. That is what helps us to be more of who and what we really are. It's not about fancy systems. It's not about, you know, having to delve, you know, super deep in the trauma. Not that there's not value in it. Please. I, I'm, you guys know I'm, I'm a, I, I facilitate, I coach, I heal, I work with people. Of course, there's value in all of it. And if we can learn the most basic and fundamental things, which is that we have control over what we choose to focus on moment to moment, that that is the most important tool. That is the biggest lesson we ever need to learn, that we have control over what we choose to focus on about any given situation, about any given relationship, about any given circumstance that we are in or a loved one is in, or the world is in. You know, it's so funny today because you can talk to people, and, and depending on who you talk to and what they are focusing on, the world is either going to hell in a handbasket or it's the most amazing time to live that there ever was. Right? I mean, don't you see it? I mean, things are changing quicker than ever before. People are waking up faster than ever before. There, there are breakthroughs every single day. The amount of knowledge that human beings have accumulated is now doubling almost every year. That used to take 50 years. That used to take 100 years. That used to take 500 years in a year. I mean, children are being born who are, like totally get this stuff now. That, you know, for us, when we were younger, when we were into the, the, the more con- this consciousness and quote-unquote new age movement stuff, you, you were like a fish swimming upstream. Everybody was telling you you were crazy. And now so much of that is just accepted. So it's an amazing time to be alive. Or if you choose to focus on the fact that people are crazy, that there's 
you know, more ways to kill a person than there've ever been before, that there are lunatics out there like running cars and vans into crowds of people for no good reason. You know that there's still famine and poverty and disease and all kinds of stuff that in some parts of the world we have excess and other parts of the world they don't. And and they, they don't even have enough to eat on a given day. You know, if you choose to focus on that, yeah, it's going to make you feel like crap. Absolutely. But that's our choice. Because the thing is, you can choose to focus on the fact that maybe there's a situation that we can do something about, or you can choose to focus on doing something about it. There are more nonprofits and more humanitarian organizations now than there have ever been. Um, if anyone ever listens to the nonprofit show on the network, Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, you'll know that like over a trillion dollars is being donated to causes, to nonprofit causes. It is huge. It is huge. People are giving like they never have before. And so there are efforts being made on all of these issues. And if there's one particular issue that you feel really strongly about, great. Do something. Take some action. Focus on the solution. Focus on how good you're going to feel when you help to bring water to some desolate you know, village in Africa that, that you know, can't afford to have clean water. Or, or if it's about poverty, or if it's about uh, uh, human trafficking, or if it's about drug abuse, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Because in every issue, there are always two sides to the issue. There's the challenge, and then there's the solution. And all we need to be cognizant of is which end of that, which, which side of the coin are we focusing on, the heads or the tails? I'll, you decide which one is better, heads or tails, okay? So really, this is, I mean, I mean, this quote really sums up so much of what Abraham talks about. That it, it, it's not about us living in a perfect world, although we do live in a perfect world. It may not look like it. It may not feel like it. But it absolutely is a perfect world. It's just a question of, what are we choosing to focus on in this world? Are we focusing on the fact that there's so much more that we can do, that we can have a bigger impact now than we have ever had before? Or are we choosing to focus on that there are so many challenges that we're aware of? It may not be that those challenges never existed before, just maybe we weren't aware of them before. Anyway. Two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham, and a great kickoff to our theme for today, which is finding joy in the journey. And we're going to get into that right when we come back after these messages. Stay with me. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? 
Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, I just want to give a shout out to uh, my peeps on the Facebook Live. Welcome, Michael, Nicole, Karuna, Laurent, Lauren, Adam. Thank you guys for tuning in and watching with us. Of course, if as I'm speaking and we're talking, having our conversation today, if you want to join the conversation, you can either post your question or your comment in the comment section of the video, or if anyone would like to call in, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. So, um, this is one of those shows, and, and if you've been paying attention and tuning in regularly since the beginning of the year, you've been noticing that about once a month, I've been taking a show for just myself. You know, normally for the last, you know, two, three years, most of the time I have a guest that I'm interviewing. And by the way, if you want to hear one of those kinds of shows, I'm doing another one right after this one. So you get a special twofer today. It's a twofer Thursday of the Conscious Consultant Hour, and I got a great woman. You'll love it. You got to stay tuned for the second show. You've noticed that I've been taking one show about a month to just talk to you, my, my, my loyal tribe, about something that inspires me that I hope you gain something from. And, and based on the feedback I've been getting from people, people really love when I do this. So I'm, I'm kind of continuing that today. Um, and even though I, I do have a guest coming in, I decided, you know what, let me still keep with doing the the, this is when I had scheduled a show for myself, um, and I'll, I just add that, added that one in as a special uh, broadcast because she happened to be in town, and she's really cool, and you'll see. I'll talk to her about, talk about that at the end of the show. Anyway, so today's theme is finding joy in the journey. Why did I pick you? Say, Sam, why did you pick such a crazy theme? Well, if you guys haven't figured it out yet... I pick these themes based on what I'm experiencing in my own life, based on, on what's happening, on, on the lessons that I'm learning, on, on what's kind of going on there. So why did I pick this theme? So this weekend I had a very interesting experience and, and a, a wonderful, joyful experience for me because, and many of you have heard me talking about this, I'm a shamanic facilitator in training. Um, I've, I've been working with people under... 
the tutelage of my mentor who's been in the same work for probably eight years now out in Brooklyn, um, where we do a lot of the work in his house out in Fort Greene. And uh, this past weekend, the creator of this work, um, who's a Peruvian shaman, umpteen generations, he's based out in California, but he happened to be in town this past weekend. And, and so uh, we had planned over the weekend to do what we call a ritual. And a ritual is where different facilitators and training kind of bring two or three people to the group. And they work directly with those people under the supervision of their mentors and of uh, the shaman. And so uh, I had an opportunity to work with a couple of people that I knew. One of them, it was their first time coming to this work. Uh, the other one had come a couple of times before. And my mentor had a couple extra people, and he assigned one person to me and one person to someone else. And so this person uh, I was working with, I, I had never met him. We only had like a little phone call conversation beforehand. And normally with this kind of situation where I'm working with someone and I don't really know who they are and, and I don't really have much of a connection with them, I usually get a little nervous, a little anxious. Oh, my God, what happens? What if I do something wrong? Oh, my God, they, they'll see I make a mistake. It'll take me forever to graduate this program. You know, all, all those things usually run around in my mind. But for some reason, this time, I wasn't concerned about that. I, I actually, I wasn't worried at all. I was totally fine. I knew there were going to be plenty of people there, that there was, it was going to be a tight container, some good experienced people. And if something happened, you know, uh, there'd be people there to help me. So that already, I was like, hmm, you know, this is kind of different for me. And then um, uh, the ritual took place on Sunday. I found out on Saturday that the actual shaman um, who's going to be there to kind of oversee things on Sunday wasn't going to be there. That something came up and he was going to, he had to fly out to, to overseas actually. And so his sort of right hand person, Pat, who, you know, I've known for a couple of years, you know, she, she always comes in town with him when he comes to town, but I've never actually seen her lead a group or do anything that she was actually going to run it. And I thought, oh, He's not going to be there tomorrow. That's another thing that would normally make me a little anxious, a little nervous. Just not hugely, not in a big way, but, you know, kind of in the back of your mind. It's like things change at the last minute, right? Don't you get a little worried about it, right? Doesn't it throw you off a little bit sometimes when something happens that you don't expect like that? Yet somehow I was okay with that. It didn't throw me off. I didn't. I feel anxious or worried or I didn't even have a concern. I was like, okay, it's going to be something different. Interesting. Let's see what that's going to be like. And then Sunday came and then the people started to show up and I started connecting with them. And then we, we did our, our little beginning to the ceremony. We call the beginning of a ceremony an induction and Pat did a little talk about sort of her own experience and a story I'd never heard about her before. And everybody just went into their hearts with them. like, oh, you know, I don't want to tell her story. Maybe one day I'll, I'll get her to come on the show and I'll have her tell her story herself. And then, you know, we started the ceremony. And it was amazing how quickly people got into it. Like what normally takes... A half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and 15 minutes for people to really get into the ceremony. 
people got in like that in 15 minutes. And I started working with my people. And, and you know, the one guy who, a good friend of mine, and he's worked with me a couple of times. I wasn't, you know, I was like, yeah, he's good. He'll, he'll be fine. I was working more with the newer people. And even though, like, they were sharing with me some very difficult, uh, uh, traumatic, tough parts of their life, I wasn't getting caught up in the story. And I was able to see their beauty in their story. I was able to still be present and even joke with them a little bit around it and get them to laugh and open up to it. And the first woman who's somebody who's a a, a practitioner who sometimes does some healing work here out of the center, you know, she was telling me, all about you know her ex-husbands and her life and how she'd been abused and this and that and like all this stuff that I never knew about her before and I was just there listening and she started tearing up after a while because she's going through a divorce and then she realized you know it's not so much my ex-husband that I'm going to miss it's his daughter it's my stepdaughter and you could just see the emotions start to come forward. And she started to tear up and she started to cry. And I was just there being present with her and, and just soaking it all up because I knew. I knew she had to feel that sadness. I knew that by her bringing it to the surface and by her feeling it, it was going to be one of the greatest gifts she had for the evening. And then after a while, she kind of settled down and she's like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll be back. I'll check in on you later. And I went to go talk to one of my other people I was working with. And then all of a sudden, from that corner of the room, you start hearing this unbridled laughter. And she starts cackling and laughing and, and really getting into it with her body. And, oh, my God, it was, it was totally like that scene from when Harry met Sally where uh, in, in the diner when the old woman goes, I'll have what she's having. Everybody in the room was like, oh, I, I want what she's having. I want she-. And, and it, everybody was laughing with her. And she was experiencing so much joy and so much happiness. And I knew it was only because she was able to f- allow herself to feel the sadness that was hiding underneath the surface to really get in touch with it that then she was able to let the joy come through. I went, I had a little something to eat. Okay, I go upstairs. One of the guys was hiding, was uh, kind of hanging out up in the loft. He started making some noise. And he was, he was going through some really difficult stuff. And he was processing some pain around his mom. And he was like, oh, this is so painful. This is so painful. He's like, Sam, Sam, you know, do I have to keep experiencing this? Do I have to feel this or not? He said, what should I do? What should I do? And I said, okay, hey, I tell you what, why don't you just stay with it a little bit? I'll stay here with you. Let's just stay with it a little bit. He's like, oh, but, but can you get it to stop? Can you get it to stop? And I said, yeah, I can get it to stop. But I'm not going to get it to stop just yet. But don't worry, we can. And once he knew that we could get it to stop, then he softened to it. 
then he allowed himself to really experience it, knowing that, you know, it, it doesn't have to last forever. And then as he softened to it and he expressed what he was feeling and emotions came up and other things came up and he was able to let them go. And then he was like, okay, I'm good. And then I went and I worked with the other person and, and he was pretty good. Not too much stuff was coming up to him. We went back up, checked in on the guy and then he was joking around and laughing and the whole experience, just the whole afternoon to evening, was such a joyful experience for me. Now, it's not that I don't enjoy this work. I love this work. I love being in that space. I love facilitating people and working with people and seeing them grow. But in the past, and I've done this several times before, there was always this effort that I was making there was always this thing of like having to make sure it was perfect and doing the best job I could and making sure people were really able to to get through whatever they were getting through and having a good time and there was none of that this time there was no effort there was only joy and when I realized this like late at night when everything was over the next morning when I looked back on it I was like wow that was just a completely joyful experience for me. That was totally amazing. What normally feels like work and starts to get me worried was just a beautiful, joyful experience. I knew it. I knew something had shifted within me and that something had changed. And that now, not only did I enjoy it, but I came to it purely from a place of joy. And when we come back after these messages, we'll talk about how to find that same joy in our day-to-day -day lives and in our day-to-day -day journeys. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time to 1 p.m. A special double broadcast, special edition coming up right after this show today at 1 p.m. So please hang with me. Quick shout out to Xenia and Laurie who are joined us on the Facebook live stream. Hey, guys. Remember, if you guys have any comments, questions, anything, please Share it on the comment section of the video or give us a call at 877-480-4120. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Bruce Chamoff, host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. 
Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world right here on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I hope you guys are enjoying the, the, the theme today and the show today. Welcome, Elaine, on the Facebook Live. Um, please let me know, guys. You know, give, give me some comments on the Facebook Live. Let me know if you're enjoying what I'm talking about, if you have any questions or comments. I, I would love some interaction. Um, yeah, so this past weekend was really an interesting turning point for me where I saw myself purely coming from joy and not from responsibility and not from work and not from, you know, just where we normally come from. And my belief is, and I don't know this for a fact, but my belief is it's because I've been doing so much work on myself. It's because I've been digging in and really focusing on my heart and focusing on doing the things that I know are helping me to evolve that made the difference. So it was a nice story, but what does it mean for you guys, right? Okay, Sam, great. But how does this help me in my day-to-day life? How does it help me deal with a boss who is like yelling at me for stupid stuff? Or how does it help me with someone being cheap? Or how does it help me with my relationship with my boyfriend or my girlfriend is totally crazy? You know, how does it help me with that? So here's the thing. The quickest way to joy gratitude when we find the things in our life we're grateful for when we find the things in the situations that we're grateful for we experience joy so you may have a crazy boss you may be working tons of hours at your job you may be all stressed out at your job but you're stressed out because of what you're focusing on going back to our quotes of the day where is our focus So instead of focusing on the fact that you have a crazy boss, that you have these insane deadlines, you're having to do all this work, you could be focusing on the fact that you're getting paid, that it's keeping you in your home, your apartment, wherever you are, that you're able to eat, which is no small thing. You know, I like using like contrasting situations to kind of show people like how fortunate and how much we have to be grateful for. Because if you're listening to this broadcast, whether it's on a computer or on a phone, you're already doing better than half the population of the world. Okay. If you had breakfast this morning, you're doing better than probably more than half the world. Okay. You may be pissed that the government is taking so many taxes out of your paycheck, but the fact that you have a paycheck puts you far and above many other people who wished they could have 
a paycheck. Okay? And if you're doing a certain job, you're doing it for a reason. Or if you have a business and your, your customers are driving you nuts, you're doing that business for a reason. Right? What was that reason? What is it that you like about what you do? Stop focusing on the things that you don't like about what you do and focus on the things that you do like about what you do and have gratitude that you have the ability to do that. And the way we can develop gratitude is real simple. It's that old adage. How many people have heard this adage? I felt so sorry for myself because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. Stop feeling so sorry for yourself. Because even though you don't have shoes, there are many, many people out there who don't have feet. We have so much to be grateful for. So much to be grateful for. And as we learn to start to focus more and more and more on the things in our lives that we have gratitude for, that will bring more and more and more joy into our lives. And is that not really what we want? Let's face it, why do we do anything? And I mean anything, anything in our lives. Why do we do it? We do it because we believe it will bring us happiness. Period. It ain't more complicated than that. Today is about getting really, really simple. Okay, guys? If you're with a certain partner, if you move to a certain place, if you take a certain job... Whatever kinds of choices or decisions, what you eat for lunch, we make those choices because we believe those choices will make us happy. And it was interesting because Elizabeth in her show, Nourish the Show, which, by the way, in case people are wondering if you guys kind of tuned in a little earlier today at 11 a.m. and you were like, where's Elizabeth's show? I thought Elizabeth was on 11. There's been a shift in schedule. There's a change. Elizabeth's show now is on at 7 p.m. on Wednesday nights instead of 11 a.m. on Thursday. So that's why you didn't hear her this morning. But she taught last night, talked about her show of getting caught in that if-then trap. If this happens, then I'll be happy. If that happens, then I'll feel good. If this happens, it's a trap. It's a trap and it is an illusion because we don't need any ifs for the then to happen. We do not need anything to happen in order for us to feel joy. It is a choice. It is a clear and simple choice. And I'll prove it to you right now if you're willing to play along with me. Are you guys willing to play along? Now, you really have to do this. If you're not going to do this, then, you know, turn off the show. Well, no, don't turn off the show. But, but, you know, lie to me. Tell me you actually did do this, okay? So I want you all, everyone who's listening, close your eyes for a second. And I want you to call up a memory, a happy childhood memory or a happy adulthood memory. A memory when you just remember things were like so wonderful, so good. Just that moment, you know, when things were great. And, and I don't know, it could be a picnic in the park. It could be having dinner with your friends. It could be when you traveled somewhere or you made a change in your life or you met somebody or you had some kind of connection. Just imagine that moment. Remember that moment. Remember what you were wearing at that moment, the colors, the, what the temperature was like. Was it daytime or nighttime? You know, who's around you? Who are you with? What were the smells, the sounds? 
Remember the feeling. And how do you feel? How do you feel right now? Do you feel the same or different than you did before we started to do this exercise? I can almost guarantee every single one of you who are doing this, you feel different. You feel happier, don't you? Don't you? Come on, admit it. Come on. You got to be truthful to me. I'm your conscious consultant. Tell me the truth. You feel a little happier, don't you? Yes, you do. And you do because of what you just focused on. I, I guided you. I directed you. But you were the one focusing on it. I didn't tell you which memory. I just said any happy memory. And the fact that you could change your state in that moment just by visualizing that happy place in your life shows you do not need anything external to be happy. It is a choice. And we can choose at any moment in time. We can always choose to focus on the things that make us happy, even if they're not right in front of us. You know, I, I had an interesting thing uh, the other day when I was walking down here to the, to the studio. I, I was recalling the weekend that I discovered this shamanic work. My wife happened to be away, and I was supposed to get together with a friend that weekend, but they disappeared on me. They, they didn't return my, my texts or my, my emails or their phone calls, and, and I didn't know what happened to them. And so because I was supposed to get together with them and they disappeared on me, then I went to, my friend texted me, I went to this uh, meeting at my friend's apartment, and then the next day there was a ceremony, and I went to the ceremony, and, and, and it started me, changed my life. It set me off on a whole new path. That was four years ago this coming weekend. And I was thinking about it, and I go, wow, I have so much gratitude for that person for disappearing on me on that weekend. That if they had shown up, if they had responded to me, and we had gotten together... I, I wouldn't have gone to the ceremony. I wouldn't have found out about this. And when I realized that, and I really took it in, I had so much gratitude for that person. And the funny thing is, I have not seen them since then. I have not spoken to them since then. And I would love to talk to them and just say, hey, thank you so much for disappearing on me that weekend. Because you disappeared... I am, I am so grateful because I am so happy with where I am today. Right? But in the moment, at the time, we're thinking, where is this person? Come on, we're supposed to get together. Oh, my God, where are they? Right? We get all upset. Because we don't have that perspective because we don't know where it's going to lead us. And because that person didn't show up, oh, I, I, I cannot tell you how different my life is. And I am so, so grateful for that. So the next time someone stands you up, have gratitude for them because you don't know where that's going to lead you. The next time something happens that takes you apparently off course, have gratitude for that because you don't know where that's going to lead you. The next time something unknown pops up, and I don't care how difficult it is to deal with, I don't care how rough it is in the moment, if you have gratitude for it, even not knowing what the outcome is going to be, that gratitude will lead you to joy, will lead you to happiness, will help you to easily get through or easierly get through whatever it is that you're going through. 
when we when we say, "Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening." Oh my God, uh, oh this is awful, this is horrible. You know, the more we talk to ourselves and tell ourselves about why what is happening right here, right now, in the moment is so bad, we make it more difficult for ourselves. We make it tougher for ourselves. But the more we bring joy and gratitude into it, the easier it is for us to glide through it. So I want you to ponder on that for a moment. As we go to break, a quick shout out to Maria, Georgina, Victoria on the Facebook Live. Welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right. We're going to come back after these messages and tie it all up. And let you know what's coming up next. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, welcome to the Facebook Live, Denise. Thank you for the thumbs up. I appreciate that. Hey, listen, you guys who are listening out there, if you've been enjoying this video, please don't keep me a secret. Share it with your friends. Um, let's get the word out there to as many people as we can because we're all about helping empowering, uplifting, and inspiring the world. So the more this stuff gets out there, the more people at least are exposed to it. Hey, it helps all of us. Those thank you. I do appreciate you. And again, if anybody has any comments or questions, just type them into the comment section of the Facebook Live video, or you can call in at 877-480-4120. But we only got about, you know, 10 minutes or so till the end of the show. So you got to make it real quick so I can answer your calls. So We've been talking about finding joy in the journey, and I've been giving you a couple of examples from my own life of where I've been finding joy in my journey. And I hope 
these examples help you to find ways within your own life? I mean, what are some of the challenges you're dealing with? What, what, is, what are the situations that you find difficult to find joy in the journey? Is it in relationships? Hey, I'm married. I know what that's like. I've been married for uh, 15 years now. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's that long. And, yeah, uh, we've been through some times that weren't always so joyful. Um, but the good thing about me and my wife is we're both willing to talk and listen. We're both willing to be present to each other. So even when things weren't so good, even when we did have problems, even when we were yelling and screaming at each other, uh, we stayed present to each other and we talked through it and we worked our way through it because we both wanted the same thing, which was audience. What is it? What do we all want? Just to be happy. And the truth is, you know, it's never about the person you're with. It's about you. I mean, my wife's a therapist. You know, she, she counsels couples all the time. And she always tells me, you know what? It's never about couple therapy. It's always about individual therapy. Both couples have to be doing their individual work. So if you're not happy in your relationship, it's not about the other person. It's about you. And you needing to find the joy within yourself, regardless of how the other person is acting, regardless of how the other person is showing up. And let's face it, if the other person is not showing up, if the other person is not being in a way that uplifts you, then maybe they're not the right person for you to begin with. All right. It's always an inside job. It's always about ourselves. Finding the joy in our journey is not about external circumstances. It's not about what's going on in the outside world. It's not about what's going on with our wives, our husbands, our lovers, our mistresses, our, our girlfriends, our, our bosses, our subordinates, our managers, our employees, our, our clients, our vendors. It's not about that. It absolutely is not about that. It's about what's going on inside of us. And the really, really cool thing is that when something triggers us, when something sets us off, when something irks us a little bit, like that's an opportunity. That's an opportunity to show us where our work is. So we should actually be grateful for those triggers. Doesn't mean we have to allow ourselves to be triggered all the time. Doesn't mean, you know, we have to put ourselves into situations that are always uncomfortable. No. It just means that when it does happen, it's not an excuse to take us out of our joy or out of our happiness. It's an excuse to really look deep in and say, hmm, okay, I have some work here. Let me see what this is all about. Why is this affecting me the way it is affecting me? And what can I do to flip that switch and turn it around and change it? Because the more we learn to recognize our hot buttons, our triggers, those things that knock us off center, and the more we work through them in ourselves so that we're okay with them, 
then the more joy we bring to our journey because then there are less things to, that will knock us off balance, knock us off center, take us out of our hearts. You see, in my perspective, in my hallucination, this life is all about learning. It's all about us growing. It's learning about ourselves. It, it's growing our hearts and our spirits. And when something happens that just doesn't make us feel that good, if we look at it as a real opportunity to do some deep work and to evolve and to grow, then we don't have to be shy about it. We don't have to cringe around it. We don't have to look at it as work. It can be fun. We can bring more joy to it because ultimately, again, getting back to my quotes of the day, if we're focusing on the joy, if we're focusing on the things that feel good, if we're focusing on the solution, we can find our happiness in any of it. In any of it. I remember one friend. I, I love this guy. I think he's often, he's living in Dubai now. But I remember one time I, I saw him at an event and he was sick. And he was like, oh. And I was like, hey, how are you? You, you? you okay? Is there anything I can do? And he goes, oh, I love what it's doing to my body. I love what it's doing to my body. And instead of being all upset that he was sick, Instead of like uh, being all mopey and everything, he was just being with it. He was just being present and he was kind of joking with it because he knew his body was going through a healing process. And instead of being down and depressed and upset that he wasn't feeling well, he, he just got into that feeling and stuck with it. And that was a really big lesson for me to see. I was like, oh, we don't have to be miserable just because we're sick. Right? Whoever said, whoever made this rule that if you're sick, you have to be miserable and just lie in bed? No. I mean, you can lie in bed, but you don't have to be miserable about it. You can just get into it. And it's like, oh, I'm feeling sick. My body is telling me something. I mean, most of the times, I mean, so many people I hear of getting sick and, I, and just knowing them and I know their lifestyle, yeah, it's their body telling them, slow down, take it easy, you need a break. And, and it's like the only way they'll take a break is if they get sick. And I'm like, great, you're sick, wonderful. Do some self-care, take a break, you need it, obviously. So, so you, we don't have to be upset about being sick. Oh, but I'm going to miss work and oh, it's going to be the... Again, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the fact you get to take away a day off from work and stay in bed and, you know, kind of chill out? Or are you focusing on the fact that when you get back to work, there's going to be all this stuff for you to do? Come on. It's so simple. It's stupid. Focus on the things that bring you joy and happiness. And find, find that joyful place within whatever is going on because it will empower you, because it will support you, because it will uplift you, and it will make getting through that challenge so much easier, so much easier. And when we get to that point where we stop seeing those challenges as challenges and we stop you know, looking at it as something to get through and it's just another joyful aspect of life, 
then we've really met it. Then we've really gotten somewhere. Then we've really find, found that peaceful place where we're at peace with life. You know, I hear people talk about it all the time. Oh, I just want to see peace in the world. The way we get peace in the world is to be at peace with ourselves. And the more we focus on the joyful places within us that support us, that help us to show up in a better, more peaceful way, the more we will see peace in our world does not mean there will be universal peace. Maybe one day there will be when everybody has woken up and, and we all realize that like violence is stupid. And in the meantime, while we're on that path, that journey to see that happen, we can just experience it in our own lives. And we can share with others what we found out that's brought that joy into our lives. And perhaps, just maybe, like the, the ripples in the pond, if enough people do that and they share it with enough other people and they continue to just keep spreading the word, that over time, step by step, inch by inch, more and more people experiencing a peaceful life, that suddenly people won't want to become soldiers anymore. People won't want to fight anymore. People won't go for the things that aren't bringing them joy and happiness. Right? How do you change the world? By changing ourselves. How do we change ourselves? By remembering that every single moment we have a choice of what we can choose to focus on. And we're either f choosing to focus on something that causes us joy and happiness or something that doesn't. And so I hope, I pray that you've gotten something out of this show and that maybe, just maybe, you'll make a few more choices for joy. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. Um, thank everybody for the live stream. Elizabeth, thank you for tuning in at the last minute. I hope it was great. Coming up next... Guess what? Another special edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour with my very, very special guest, Natalie Winpace, the rock star of stock picking. An amazing woman. Yes, you saw her sneak in behind me if you're on the video. And, and we will start that in just a minute. We're going to end this video and start another video. So when this one ends, go, go find the other one. It's going to start in just a second. Okay? Thank you all. Love you. Mwah. Talk to you in like three minutes. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, I am Dr. Tranquility of Dr. Tranquility PR, successfully meeting the media needs of the wellness community as an expert myself for major mainstream media, radio, TV, and print magazines, I now help you book interviews for broadcast radio, podcast, television, and 
IPTV, as well as many, many magazines, reach me, 212-920-1603. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 